Welcome to another edition of RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. It's episode 17 with yours truly, Taylor Ringle, and my co-host, Griffin Warner. Griffin, we're 2-0, baby. 2-0 in our best bets from for Friday's games. Dive into that. We'll get some news and notes. We'll give our best bets for Monday's matchups at the end of the show like we always do. Griff. We did good this weekend, dude. I'm happy. We about did it. two and zero. Oh. Uh, shout out from the hilltops. Put it. Get your get your horns out. Whatever you need to do. Uh, two and zero oh is big big week for the the podcast. Big weekend. Um, we're gonna keep this going. I've now won my last two best bets on this show. Unfortunately, I did not win two bets today. Um, gonna try to keep this short, but really disappointed in the Seattle Mariners and how they're like. I feel like I'm an ex-girlfriend now and I can't stop looking for their text messages in my phone. I can't stop sending <laughs> them like an Insta shot, like, or Snapchat. If that's what the kids are doing these days, I don't really know how TikTok gets involved. Um, but that team, I swear to God, every time they get a guy to third base, less than two outs, they ground into a double play. And it is, I almost broke my hand, like smacking the wall next to me today. So I'm going to try not to do that going forward. Um, but yeah, two and zero, oh, great, great move on Friday. Uh, your guy, Paul Blackburn, came out of the woodwork and uh, tossed the gem. And then uh, my series spotlight was the Padres visiting the Giants. And uh, got to say, not much better than the Padres could do at winning every game in that series, winning the best bet for me on Friday and winning a bet for me today on Sunday as well. Um, I, I got to say, I think I'm more concerned about the Giants than I'm uh, proud of the Padres though right now. Yeah. Shout out to you and your Padres bets there. That was a good series to watch. Not only that, but Padres are surprising some people right now. And the Giants, on the other hand, are going in reverse, which is a little shocking to that point. But with my best bet, little Paul Blackburn went four and two-thirds, five Ks. Not what you want with the innings, but we still (laughs) got it done. Still got it done with a four-to-two victory. And then my series highlight was the Yankees and White Sox series. Let's just say there's a lot of drama going on. Okay. We're not going to go a little into bit, the, a little the, bit. with all the details, but yes, there were some stirrups. Yes, there was some drama escalating. And yes, it's been a pretty good series. Friday's game getting knocked, but we had a doubleheader today on Sunday. They didn't get the W in that one, but they got Saturday, got the victory there with Cortez in a nice outing. And then Sunday night baseball, of course, this Yankees White Sox. Why wouldn't it be after so much drama? But little news and notes, quick news and notes, and then we'll get into Monday's slate. We had Jose Molina. Not Jose Molina. I just said Jose Molina. I'm too much Oops. Yankee talk in my head. Yadier Molina was on the mound on Sunday's game against the Pirates. They won 18-4. to four. I don't know if you guys saw the clip. Yadi warming up with Albert Pujols behind the dish. Very funny moment there. Got to love that. Adley Rutschman, the long, the, 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 the wait for him to come up, I was dying for him to come up because I picked him up in fantasy baseball like three weeks ago, knowing that he's going to call up eventually. Pretty sure he's my dark horse to win the rookie of the year um, in the American League, I want to say. He uh, went, he, I think he had just had one hit. It was a, was a stand-up triple. The last rookie for the Orioles to do that was Manny Machado. Little little note there. And then, of course, today's game, just a little rub into uh, Griffin's Seattle Mariners, the Red Sox. Love it. Can't Red wait. Sox. Please go ahead. Yeah, man. The, uh, the Red, it's like, when can I, when am I going to stop really betting and also watching this Mariner team? Cause I have them winning the uh, American League West. So 
kind of an issue there. They're 17 and 25. They are, holy shit, they're 10 games out of first place. 10 games out. That's not what you want there. Do you want to just go? I'm going to stop talking about the Mariners because I know you're going to get really pissed. So let's just get right into some of these games. I think it's worth talking about because we both were pretty high on the Mariners coming in. I think last year we really thought that they'd do what they did last year, which was win a lot of close games. It hasn't worked out so well for them yet. I think the one thing to pause about is they're nine and seven at home and they played 26 road games. So 10 more road games already. And I've been basically on the East coast forever and that's not great. So we'll see what happens when they go back to their, their home digs. And uh, maybe we'll, we'll start turning around a little bit there, but uh, I will admit I'll be trying to bet against them as much as possible as a favorite. I just, (laughs) I don't think they can hit. You have to though. I mean, I feel like, I feel like you have to bet against them unless like, you know, who's really struggling. Robbie Ray has been struggling like crazy. And they got them over, you know, they stopped resigning in the offseason. I don't know. We'll, we don't want to go make this a Seattle Mariners podcast because someone will flip out about that. So why don't we get into <laughs> let's go, let's get into Monday's games right off the bat. What's our first game? Yeah, and actually, right before I do that, just to take off on your Adley Rushman thing, um, a little bit of a surprising note to see the Orioles are 12 and 11, one game over 500 at home so far to start the year. Don't think a lot of people had that coming in, and uh maybe not. Uh, keeping their best players in in minor league baseball is a a good way to keep that going, but we'll see. Um, Anyway, so as you said, we'll go through Monday, uh, go through the entire card game by game. Uh, Most have lines at this point, and then we'll uh, shout out some best bets at the end of the show. So make sure you you hang on for that as we are coming off a very, very nice 2-0 on the podcast on Friday. So I'll start in the National League uh, with the Rockies visiting the Pirates. Currently, Chad Cool uh, visiting Brubaker from the Pirates. Currently, Brubaker minus 120 favorite, uh, over-unders eight and a half. And I got to say, uh, anytime I see the Pirates favorite, I kind of want to go the other way. Chad Cool has shown some stuff in the past. Former Pittsburgh Pirate um, comes back to his, his old home park where I think he had some good success over the years. I think he's really struggled with staying healthy, um, but I guess what pitcher hasn't. Uh, whereas Brubaker's a, a really good swing and miss guy, but doesn't seem to go... Uh, deep in games, and I, I mean David Bednar, who also looks like a fridge coming in from the uh, from the outfield, uh, running in to take the, the ball on the mound. But he gets outs. The problem is, I don't know how you get there with Chris Stratton in the middle. So uh, current lean is definitely the Rockies and Chad Cool getting. It uh, looks like plus one ten is a, the underdog number right now. Uh, you you want to talk me off the Rockies? I know they had a, a kind of a weird weekend with a postponement and a couple, and I think at least one double header with the Mets. Yeah, I'm going to stay on with the same bet there with yourself there. I mean, the Chad Cool seems like the, the right pick here. Brew Baker's 0-4 with a 5-5-0 ERA. He just has not, no success, man. It's just I've watched them. I watched one of the starts this year, and it was atrocious. So, And also, this Pirates team, there are already rumors going around that certain players might be traded in the near future. When, you, when the trade rumors start to swirl, in the month of May going into the month of June, we already know the situations are going to happen. You know, maybe your boy that you just mentioned, the fridge at the end of the bullpen will be going. And then also Ed Brian Knight. Reynolds yeah. is also a yeah. uh, trade bait right now. But I want to go with the Rockies right now. Let's go into yeah. this uh, Cubs-Reds series now. Yeah, Cubs-Reds looks, like, no looks like, of course, no line. Drew Smiley, I think Vladimir Gutierrez was a late announced uh, starter for the Reds. But yeah. um got to say, the, the Cubs survived uh, – Nearly got a four-game home sweep uh, from the visiting Arizona Diamondbacks, but they got through with a, a nice little blown save. Thank you, Ian Kennedy, today. Uh, and <laughs> when I say thank you, I don't mean that at all. 
Next we'll go Dodgers staying on the East Coast as they just finished a series in Philadelphia, which was all over the place. Had a big comeback yesterday uh, to, I guess, come back and defeat what I guess was the bullpen behind Aaron Nola, but kind of knocked him out uh, despite having a 4-0 deficit. Uh, and so the Dodgers are now going to, to Washington, D.C. for a Tyler Anderson start at Adon. Um, and currently, Tyler Anderson is a minus 200 road favorite, not something I ever thought I'd ever see. Uh, Over-under is nine right now. Uh, and I feel like the one time we're going to see the Dodgers underdog this year was in a bullpen game at Aaron Nola and the Phillies. I don't think we're going to see that again. So we're going to see really, really expensive prices. And Anderson's been really good so far. Not going deep into games, but the Dodger bullpen is great. And the Nationals, I feel like, are a team I'm trying to stay away from. Yeah, I was just looking up his his stats because I remember his ERA was fairly low. I'm saying low in the mid-twos. It's at 404, and it was at 440 for a good reason because he got roughed up by the Phillies a few weeks ago. But seven Mm -hmm. runs in six innings. He bounced back in his last start at home against the D-backs. Seven innings, two earned, seven strikeouts which that is extremely high for a guy like Anderson, which we all know is a ground ball pitcher. I'm going to go Anderson here. I know the line's kind of sus a little bit, minus 200. But, you know, we always look at these Dodgers games. They're always, you think, to be minus maybe even higher than that. But uh, I want to go to the Dodgers. Yeah, it's a big number, but I, I'm not really looking to, to be against the best team in baseball that we uh, would expect to win most of their games. It would be uh, a silly a really thing to do. Silly yeah, thing to do. I mean – you, you certainly can make money doing it that way. I just, I don't know. I, I'm going to need to see a little more than Juan Soto by himself on an island. Uh, next, we'll go Phillies at Braves, which might be the best series of the uh, early start to the week. Uh, yeah. Zach Wheeler at Tucker Davidson. Uh, currently, Wheeler, a slight road favorite, actually, minus 108 uh, at that online. Over-under is eight. And uh, Tucker Davidson, I mean, he's had some good flashes in the bigs. Uh, has never really been able to, to kind of hold on to his rotation spot. Uh, kind of feel like he's a soft tossing lefty that's got a little bit of junk that you can throw up there. Um, what you have to do against the Phillies, though, is you have to avoid their power bats, which is all they have. They're not going to manufacture anything. Uh, but Atlanta is a park where you can certainly hit a bunch of home runs in. And I got to say, Zach Wheeler's been awesome. Um, had a little bit of late start to the season, uh, missed a lot of spring training due to arm or injuries, and then had COVID. But he's been really good. Uh, so that's the side I'd want in this one. Braves just came off a two out of three uh, series win against the Miami Marlins, which we know how big this series was for the Braves because the Braves have struggled. And now we're going to face again to another in-division opponent. I think coming off a series like this, Phillies are coming from L.A. I'm going to go Braves in this one. Yeah, um, Phillies, I don't think are they're, they're at home hosting LA. So not, not too big of a travel thing, but oh, sorry, re- sorry, regardless, I mean, it's, yes. it's all semantic at this point. There is definitely a flight down to uh Atlanta, uh, but we'll see what happens. I, I would love for some Braves money to come in uh, on the Tugger Davidson home, home faves, or I guess slight home dog and make them a home favorite, but we'll see. Next we'll go Brewers at the Padres, uh, Adrian Hauser. It looks like Nick Martinez. Um, not really sure what the Padres are doing with their rotation right now, but uh, it was pretty cool to see Mackenzie Gore start today. He was great. Uh, Nick Martinez, who was also going to lose his rotation spot and go to the bullpen, now is starting here. Um, no line on this one, but I imagine the Padres might even be a slight favorite based on how well they played in San Francisco. Um, they did kind of struggle. Nice. This series is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, you know, I think this is a good test for, for what the Brewers are because, to me, 
They're going to wipe that division away really soon, really early. I still don't believe that Milwaukee can hit, um, but this is going to be a good test. Nick Martinez, I think, has been a lot better than people would have expected so far this season. Um, the hard thing is, like, if you're in a bullpen battle with the Brewers, you really got to worry about uh, Devin Williams into Josh Hader. And I don't know how you beat that. So we'll see where this number comes out. I think either one as an underdog would be interesting to me. Um, but I imagine it's going to be something right around that pick em type of price. Uh, next we'll go to the Mets staying out West. Now they're going to San Francisco visiting the giants. Uh, currently drew, uh, whatever his name, David Peterson, sorry, not drew, uh, David Peterson on the road at Alex Cobb, currently Cobb minus 135 favorite over under seven and a half. And I got to say, um, I was looking to back the Giants here, but this price is a little bit above my buy point, to say the least. Um, Alex Cobb, I think, is really good. And I I think he's gotten kind of they, – they've been there's been a lot of negativity around Alex Cobb this year. I think a lot thanks to a bad defensive performance when he came off the IL and then having a huge lead at Coors, which he just tried to pitch to and – had a, a pretty ugly number uh, or, or ugly numbers in his start in Denver. But I still believe that he had a lot of tick on the gun. His velocity is good. And he's, he's striking people out. So I really like Alex Cobb. Um, what do you think about the Giants and, and their psyche after getting swept at home by a division rival in the Padres? Yeah, that's going to be – this is going to be a huge test. I mean, the last series we just went over that had no line, but just overall the series, the just like the Giants, this is a huge series for them. The Padres, that is a huge test for them to see are they really legit. And the same goes for the Giants in this series as well. And to start off in this game one, you know, David Peterson isn't, you know, he ain't no slouch. I would say that. He's, he's good. A, yeah. He's a good, he's a good left-handed pitcher. He's not going to strike out the world, but you know, is he's had some success this year. His he left his first home home run in his last start against Atlanta. In his last four starts, so he's not going to give up the long ball that much. He is. Uh, this Mets team is special, man. I'm, I, I said this yeah, last couple episodes, yeah. man. I, I think they're really special. This is another big test because when it comes down to the postseason, you're going to be facing teams like this. If, if it's going to be the Dodgers, if it's going to be the Padres or the Giants, you're going to see one of these teams in the playoffs. It's good to get them now. And Alex Cobb has. I think we all got really excited when we saw Alex Cobb pump in 98, you know, and we all got, I think maybe, maybe we all jumped the gun as a collective group. I don't want to okay. just, you know, add everybody else in, but uh, I, I, for me, I was hyped. I was on the Cobb train for a little while, you know, five, six, one year, eight looking good, but I'm going to go with Dave Peterson in the Mets. Interesting. So I'm still a believer in Alex Cobb. I have been for a long time though. So that's not really changing. And I love seeing the extra velocity this year. Uh, I love it too. I got to I got to say the Mets have passed every test that they can so far. Um, and I guess maybe we start got to start believing in them despite the METS on their chest, because we know something bad's going to happen sooner oh, or I believe later. Them. I believe them, but they believe in them since the first week. I, I know you have, but I mean, they've lost Scherzer. So we'll see how they stabilize that team. I don't know if the Grom's even going to pitch this year. I mean, I'm not breaking any news right now, but I'm just worried about him in general. Uh, next, we'll go, I guess, to the American League, and we can talk about Jordan Lyles visiting Garrett Cole. Um, currently, Cole, minus $3 favorite, minus 300, over-unders eight. I feel like that's <laughs> the biggest number that we've talked about this year. Um, so certainly sad. makes sense because Garrett Cole is a really dominant pitcher, especially against a team like the Orioles that the Yankees just seem to always own. Uh, Jordan Lyles, I think we've spoken about plenty on this podcast. Your, your mm-hmm. favorite guy to uh, – have to really rest his neck or ice his neck <laughs> after he gets out there because he looks so quickly to figure out where the ball is going, flying by his head. Um, 
I don't know. Give me, give me something on the, on Garrett Cole here and, and what you're expecting. Cause I mean, it was a grueling series, a lot of drama, as, as we've already mentioned, they're playing right now in Sunday night baseball. Um, I feel like the, the Orioles have been a little bit more of a thorn in the Yankees side so far this year than, than normal. 100% Griff. I totally, totally agree. <clears throat> They've been the biggest pain in the ass out of any team. And maybe the Orioles aren't, a, a really a shitty team. They're not a great team, but maybe they're not the Orioles that we've seen the past couple of years where they're atrocious. But this is a winnable series. It always has been, and it will be until, you know, maybe next year, two years from now when the Orioles can be, be legit. I'm really looking forward to in this game with Adley Rutschman, see what he could do against Garrett Cole. I'm definitely picking Garrett Cole and the Yankees. It's just you know, almost an obvious choice here, seeing what the line is. But um, I'm definitely interested to see what Rutschman can do against his first real test at a real big-time pitcher. Yeah, I think the Rays would be a little bit slighted by that comment. But uh, the, the Orioles, did they were a thorn in the side for the Rays as well. They might be one of those teams that just are, are really difficult to beat at home. I don't know really what makes Camden Yards, even though they added these monstrous walls now in left and right field, it seems like, which – uh, it's going to make it really hard to hit home runs there. Maybe that's what they're doing because they don't have any good hitters or hitting talent on their roster. Um, but yeah, I got to say, it's just, I don't see a lot of value in going against Garrett Cole at home uh, in a game. You probably got to win in regulation because once it get, gets to extra innings, it's good luck beating the Yankees in that bullpen. Um, next, we'll go to the Tigers at the Twins, which I got to say, I'm a little bit weirded out by this one having a number. Eduardo Rodriguez is a probable for Detroit, who had left his last start, got destroyed, and I thought was going on the DL, or excuse me, the injured list with a um, oblique injury. Apparently not the case. Um, and looks like, okay, so he's not starting anymore. Bo Brisky coming in. Okay, got it. That that makes a little more sense. Um, thank you, co-host Taylor, with a visual. I trained my eyes trying to see what it was on the other side of the camera, but okay. That makes a little more sense. Uh, I think this line probably doesn't make, isn't worth discussing then. Cause I think it'll be a little bit different, but Chris Archer yeah. off to a pretty good start this year, not going deep in games, but maybe they're building him up or he might just be a four inning guy forever. Um, which, you know, in this day and age in the year of our Lord, 2022, maybe makes a little more sense than uh, it had in the past. I'll skip to the next one. We'll go guardians at Astro Zach Plesak at, Luis Garcia, currently Garcia, minus 183 favorite, over-unders eight and a half. And uh, I got to say, the Astros are looking like the same old team that they were a few years ago. Uh, Jeremy Pena has been awesome at shortstop. Luis Garcia has been pretty solid, uh, especially really good against right-handers. And uh, Zach Plesak is going to throw a fastball that's going to be in the middle of the plate, and the Astros are going to hit all over the place, I think. Yeah, T-ball, baby, T-ball, 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 T-ball. Um, yeah, the Astros are very – they're extremely impressive so far. 2715. There really isn't. I'm not seeing, I'm seeing a TBD on the MLB.com starting rotation okay. here. Okay. But, yeah. but you know what? Maybe you're right with the police act thing. But look, I'm going to go Astros here. I think this is kind of an easy bet against the Guardians. Yeah. I just, I feel like you got to pick your spots with, with uh, good old Cleveland, uh, defend the land or whatever for the land. Uh, next, we'll go A's at my my Mariners, which I don't want them to be mine anymore. I'm, I'm sick of them. I want them, you I love want them, them. gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought I did, and I still kind of – I love Julio Rodriguez, but I need to divorce that from my my psyche. Uh, currently, Zach Logue from the at the Oakland Athletics, the AAA Athletics visiting the uh, the Mariners, Marco Gonzalez. And Marco Gonzalez, I got to say, he's at – he's priced minus 166, over under 7. 
not a run, lot of not a lot of runs expected in, in this one, and I wouldn't either uh, in a big park with two pretty quiet offenses. Um, I would love to try to find some reason to back Zach Lowe, who I think is a decent prospect, who's had a an okay start to his career uh, with with the Athletics. And I got to say, Marco Gonzalez, like as as good as he is, he's just never going to miss a lot of bats, and he's going to be in one of those positions where he, if he's a big favorite like this, that's the type of guy I want to go against. I just don't know. Are, are the A's good enough for me to? I mean, you jumped all over and got our best bet winner on uh, Blackburn on, on Friday night. Um, what do you think about the A's in, in this one? With your hatred now with the Mariners, it's making me want to pick them because, <laughs> because one, it's just straight up awesome content. for a, You've had no success. I want to start having success. But at the same time, I keep saying this a lot. When a struggling offense or a struggling team overall – has been getting their ass kicked by really good teams and even shitty teams at the same time. This is a winnable series for the Seattle Mariners. It really is. Honestly, I thought it was a winnable series for them against the Red Sox. That wasn't the case. Oops. But they're at home against the division rival, which is going to be a very important series to start this week. I'm going to go with Marco Gonzalez. Solid ERA, 3.08. Not going to strike out the world. But I, I I like it. I I want the I I want the Mariners to win because I need that giant parlay at the end of the year to be success. Because I well, want a lot of money than that. I mean that'd be nice. I, I think the Mariners got a long way to go to uh, start competing. But this is probably where to do it because you get a really bad team at home and they haven't been home in so long. That are you picking the uh, A's in this one? Go, uh, go on, stick with your boys. Stick with your guys. Oh, I mean, I, I'm definitely, I, I see no value right now. Mark Gonzalez laying 166. <laughs> I'll put it that way. So it would be A's or nothing. And hopefully I will be doing nothing tomorrow. Uh, moving now to some interleague uh, last couple of games before we uh, get the heck out of here. I guess we got to deliver some best bets first and, and build up on our two and up from last week. But we got the Jays at the Cardinals. Pretty good series right here. Jose Barrios at Miles Michaelis. Currently Michaelis minus 108 favorite at home. Over under is eight. And uh, I'm not really a believer in Barrios so far this season. I think he's been pretty fortunate, and he was lucky to draw the uh, Seattle Mariners earlier in the week. And they were they had him on the ropes a couple times. He survived and ended up putting up a really good outing. But I'm just I'm not a believer. Problem is Miles Michaelis throwing fastballs at like 92 miles an hour into a bunch of really strong fastball hitters in the Toronto Blue Jays lineup, and that seems like a really bad combo to me. It's really it pisses me off how how slow the star Barrios has this year, being that he's I remember his first outing of the year he was just ripped off the bat and he really has that much success since. And Michaelis, look at this is ERA man one six eight. He's had a look. I'm looking at his stats here. He's almost also nice. almost nice. He's also he also faced very good teams. He faced the Giants once. He faced the Mets twice. Brewers, you know, really good lineups here. I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one. Yeah, I, 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 I don't hate it. I like the home team right here. Um, and I just, I don't know. It, it's hard for me because I don't think Jose Barrios is very good. But when he's good, he could be really good. I just don't think we've seen it yet this year. Last but not least, we'll go Royals at the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks nearly took a four-game road sweep at Wrigley, but uh, couldn't do it today. Couldn't hold on late. Uh, Zach Grinke at Zach Davies, battle of Zachs that aren't going to strike out anybody. Might have uh, over under one half combined strikeouts in this one. <laughs> um, Davies currently a minus 107 favorite at home. Uh, over under is eight and a half. 
which I got to say the humidor or whatever has been happening in the desert, not scoring as many runs as they used to. Um, so I think this could be a, one of those low scoring ish games. But then again, when I say that there's gonna be a lot of balls hit all over the place in this matchup. Uh, I think I, I lean to the home team at, and I got to say the, the Royals bullpen just completely uh, capitulating today and blowing a, a big, I think it was a six, nothing lead. I want to say um, that was pretty gross to, to your Twinkies. And uh, Zach Grinke has not done a lot to give me any confidence. Hmm. Being that there's two shitty pitchers, like barely touched 88. No, you know, I'm giving 88 too much. I barely, maybe barely touching 86. Um, hmm. Grinke could throw a little bit. Anyway, um, Eight and a half seems a little high. I'm going to maybe take the under in that. I would hope for two offenses that really have a tough time scoring. But I'm going to go take Zach Greinke here. Uh, the old man, I think he's going to get it done. Low-scoring game on the road. Interesting. Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. And uh, we're going to have to build up on our – I mean, it's what everyone's waiting for. 2-0 and last week. Uh, we're going to keep doing that again. Go shoot for another 2-0. and uh, And um, – I guess I'll lead it off because we're going to have one of my last two uh, and I got a three game lead on you so far. I mean, it's, it's hard for us for you to catch me if we both win. So we're going to keep trying to do that. And I think I'm going to pick the Rockies. Just, I, I don't, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities to go against the Pirates as a favorite. Um, Chad cool. looks like it probably will close an underdog. So that should be pretty safe by the time anyone's listening to this. We hope you're listening on Sunday night, but understand if you're doing it on the way to work or wherever the heck you find some time, um, during the day, we appreciate you supporting us, but I, I'm going to take the Rockies plus 110. Chad Cool right now, I think, is going to be a, a real cool guy tomorrow. Wow, way to go with that one at the end! Way to go, way to fucking go, Griff. You know what? That's why we, that's why we have the, one of the best fucking partnerships here. We, we get our jokes, we throw the dad jokes in there, and we also throw in good bets. And with my best bet. You like that one? Um, I do. I'm going to go with the New York Mets. I'm going with the New York Mets against the San Francisco Giants on the road. We have, you know, Griff's Alex Cobb, Griff's man, Alex Cobb against David Peterson. Peterson is usually the odd man out majority of the time in that rotation. Now he's getting an opportunity to shove, and I think he's going to have a really good outing on the road. And, you know, Giants are favorite. I mean, he's deserved a rotation spot, to be real. He's been good enough so far. I think I so, like too. It's just he's, he gets weeded out. It's just there's two. It was yeah. it gets too deep. And now with the two aces out for God knows how long, six weeks max, this is a time for him to get some real consideration and then have to, to pick who's going to get the odd man out at the end of the day. But I think Peterson's going to have a good good start here. Yeah, six weeks max is not a maximum. That's a Max Scherzer because I think it's going to be longer than that. But we'll oh see. Um, definitely, <laughs> definitely uh, got some big questions about the Giants, about their lineup, about their bullpen, a lot of those things. Whereas I think we know what we're going to get from the Mets, which is not a lot of hitting, I don't think, but the bullpen's pretty deep. And Peterson doesn't need to cover that many outs. And I think it's going to be a great park where uh, you don't need to score a lot of runs to win. So uh, you can follow me on Twitter, the real underscore G Warner. Uh, Taylor, if you want to throw yours out there and then wrap us up and we'll hopefully take another two and out to the bank for Friday's podcast. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Taylor Ringold, T-A-Y-L-O-R-R-I-N-G-O-L-D. Tweet at me, tweet at Griff. Let us know how the pod's doing. Let us know your guys' best bets for the week. We want to hear from you guys, see what you guys are picking, see what are you're winning and how much money you're taking home. We will catch you guys on the next episode of the RJ Bell's Dream Preview MLB Edition. Good luck. We will talk to you soon.